Welcome to Breakfast Blend, Kai Alpha Drip. I'm Rob, and I'm here with Ellie today. Hello. Ellie, thoughts, actions, habits, character, destiny. What's your take here? Yeah, it's really cool that those all go together, first of all, because how does that even work? But when you think about it, the things that you do typically come out of you. So if you think, I'm going to hit your hat off your head, and if I just keep thinking it over and over again, I'll probably do it, and that'll be an action. You know, it would be messed up. And then, did you know that it takes 21 days for a habit to form? I've heard that, yeah. And then it takes 66 days for a habit to become permanent, so it would become natural. So if I did that 21 days in a row, and then kept doing it, kept hitting the hat off your head, every time I saw you, I would just hit the hat off (laughs) your head. That's a lot of commitment to removing these habits. That would be a lot. And so that, your thoughts turn into your actions and whatever you keep doing turn into your habits and your habits ultimately form your character which is a little scary and lofty to think about because that's a lot of pressure <laughs> a lot of pressure <laughs> and then your character leads you to your destiny Dang. which if it's not towards Jesus you're screwed yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> for lack of a better term yes you know this is crazy cuz i uh, totally could see this i used to work at Berkshire Brothers a small little grocery store <laughs> yeah not the place to shop. If you're ever in Huntsville, don't shop there. Shop almost anywhere else, and you'll okay. have a better experience. Yeah. But in my time there, I worked in the produce department, and we you get a whole range of people trying to buy produce yeah. these days. Um, what was always true, though, is, well, not always true. Sometimes old people didn't come to the produce market, but when they did, when an old person came to the produce department and wanted to talk to me, it was always one of two things would happen. Either... I would have a great conversation and help them out, and then I would go about my day, and my day would be better. Yeah. I'd be like, you know, that was a really solid interaction, showing yeah. them where these apples were. But then other times it would be like this old person would come, and it was like, this was the worst person. Oh, I feel no. like this was the worst person I've ever talked to. I hate my job now. I don't want to be here. Yeah. And I wanted to tell them that we didn't have whatever they wanted because they were so unkind. Yeah. And so it was this polarizing effect. It was like this old person would either be super awesome and my day would be better or they would be the worst and my day would be worse off because of the interaction. Yeah. But it's like this lived out mm-hmm. because they had spent so much time thinking, doing, forming habits and yeah. their character growing that their character over this time has become so much like one thing that they could make my day great or make my day bad. Yeah. And it's all because of <laughs> when they were younger, what they thought about, like what they spent time thinking about. That's really crazy. Which, yeah, <laughs> it is crazy. and made me really want to think good things because I want to be an mm-hmm. old person that makes a day better for somebody yeah. and not worse for somebody. That's true. <laughs> uh, there's a There's a saying that, Input determines output. What do you think about that? Input determines output. Um, My mom actually used to tell us when we were growing up that if trash comes in, trash will come out. So depending on like what you watch, who you hang out with, what you listen to, what you read, basically what you're giving attention and energy to is how you will be. So same kind of thing, like you want to have good thoughts and you want to choose good thoughts because then good will come out hopefully and so that's the same kind of thing input output so if you are inputting the good things the things that you know are right even if they're hard sometimes even choosing like the hard things um then it will the outcome will be good which is what we want to do we don't want to just be good people but we want to be good 
for the glory of God. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that makes a lot of difference, like having that motivation being like to glorify the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. because if that's not the if that's not the outcome, then the base thought really isn't very good either. Yeah. Ultimately, and then you it's like you set yourself on a subtly on a really <laughs> bad trajectory. Yeah. Um, man, that's wild. That what we think about today, and it makes sense though. Yeah. Because uh, the scripture that says, "Out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth will speak." It's mm-hmm. like what what you're filling your heart up with your thoughts is naturally what's going to come out. And so if it's like selfish or if it's like arrogant or if it's just completely wrong at its root then naturally that's what's going to come out you can't fake it I guess you can probably for a little while but (laughs) ultimately what's in your heart will come out yeah and that's just like the reality of the thing yeah um and Kyle so there's that uh that ism that Jesus needs to be our integration point yes what do you think about that (laughs) Um, it's kind of a it's kind of a weird concept. Yeah. Like when I Google into what is an integration point, it's it's like business material yes. that's way above my pay <laughs> exactly. grade. Exactly. Um, it's really funny because um, before coming into Kyalpa, I really didn't have a good idea as to what that meant. I don't think I even understood what that meant, but I understood like what comes in will come out, or what you do will be a habit. Um, but basically, an integration point is what we are revolving around so what we're putting all thoughts actions everything towards basically why are you doing the things that you're doing who are you doing them for um are you doing them for yourself if you are then you have taken the place that jesus should have which is everything (laughs) in our life it's not good (laughs) whoops yikes um (laughs) quote quote ellie yikes (laughs) yeah that's a good one. Um, and if you are doing things to please your friends or like your resource leader or your professor, your boss, whatever, not saying that you should not do things to like honor other people, but sure. if you're doing things solely for like the affirmation, the, um, the praise or whatever, then you're putting other people in the place where Jesus should be as well. Dang. And what it comes down to is the Lord should be the purpose of everything that we do. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just making a sandwich or a cup of coffee, you know, like I'm doing these things to take care of myself so I can honor the Lord. Um, and that's what an integration point is. It's whenever we're completely revolving around the Lord, which sounds daunting, but it's actually not as hard as it seems. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a crazy thought. So how would you go about making a sandwich with the Lord? Personally. Personally. Because I'm not sure. Because usually <laughs> I'm making the sandwich for me. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I make sandwiches for myself as well. Um, but whenever I'm making a sandwich, I might be talking to somebody if they're like in the kitchen or the living room with me. Um, I might be listening to a Marco Polo or listening to a podcast or music or something. Um, but most of the time, it's really just like me making a sandwich really quick to feed myself. Um, and I try to not let my mind just be blank, not let it just sit on nothingness, which think about it, your day to day, your mind is going to stop sometimes Mm -hmm. because you're not taking care of your kids. You're not driving somewhere and you have to like be focused on directions. You're not taking care of the things that you have responsibility for. Um, which I don't know how often that is for you because you have a lot of responsibilities, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, there's moments whenever your mind is just going to be blank. And what does your mind go to? Does it go to nothingness? Does it go to uh, daydreams? 
does it go to things that it shouldn't go to like that's something that I have to catch myself with because I love to daydream and I love to like replay things in my head and try to find a different way to do it or think about something that could happen and that's actually not glorifying the Lord because it's still revolving around me you know and um I try to whenever I find moments where my mind is just blank my mind has stopped even if it's making a sandwich <laughs> to just like come back to the Lord and either just praise him and thank him for being able to make a sandwich, afford the things to make a sandwich, mm-hmm. to have a house to make a sandwich in, you know, um, yeah. or just to invite him to do it with me, which sounds silly, but That's inviting cool, him in. <laughs> There's that, that worship song, Jesus at the center. Yeah. Center, not center. I always, <laughs> if you slur that, that's not the right song. Uh, but Jesus at the center, it's, that kind of helped me wrap my mind around this integration point idea. Yeah. Um, where it's like, outwardly, there's like, in my head, there's all the jumble, all the stress, all the all the cares of the world. Yeah. But the outward action, ultimately it comes to a point where Jesus become where Jesus is the filter. Yeah. It's like, to... To that filter, I work, and from that filter is the right thing, is yeah. the good thing that comes from it. Similar to coffee, like you have the beans, you grind the beans, you put mm-hmm. the beans in the coffee maker, but before you put the beans in there, you put a filter. Right. Because if you've ever had coffee grounds in your coffee, it's not a great experience. I don't recommend it. Yeah. Now, if you're going to have a chocolate-covered espresso bean, that's one thing, but when you're sure. trying to have a nice, warm, relaxing drink of coffee... You don't want to have to chew it. (laughs) Generally, I'm sure there's some people that do, but I'm not that person. (laughs) Me either. So filtering from myself, it has to come to a point where Jesus is the integration point where all of the things that I'm thinking and what is coming out of me has to hit the filter of Jesus. And then from there, it can be good and life-giving. Yeah. And then the same coming like towards me. So what I'm consuming, it also has to come to a point where I'm filtering it through Jesus. Like. I don't wear glasses, but you do, and they're very nice. Thank but you. But if you took your glasses off, the filter, your filter of what the world looks like is skewed, right? Yes. And so when you put, like, your Jesus glasses on, if you will, <laughs> it's helping what your eyes are seeing because it's filtering what's coming in and mm-hmm. also filtering what's going out, ah. which is pretty crazy, mm-hmm. um, but also super important. Yeah. Like when the there's that young Pharisee, man, I feel bad for the guy. He probably had <laughs> he probably thought he was doing the right thing, but he comes to Jesus and he's like, I got a zinger for this guy. Mm-hmm. We're gonna smoke him with this one and he's like, <laughs> What's the greatest commandment? <laughs> there's thousands of commandments. Jesus, what are you gonna do about this? And then Jesus is like, as he always does, acting like he's God or something. Uh, he goes, the greatest commandment is love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul and strength. Yeah. And then the second one is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. And if you do all those those four things, then you're doing all the law and all the prophets. Hmm. Stellar move, like life hack right there. <laughs> um, but like we're supposed to love God with our mind, which yeah. means if my resting mind isn't loving exactly. God, then it's like, ooh. Yeah. Then I'm like missing out on like at least 25% of all the law and all the prophets. And that's, that's a hard, <laughs> hard plummet to the grade. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, there's a scripture, I think it's First Corinthians 10.31, where it says, and all you do, whether you eat or drink, let it all be done for the glory of God. And that's that's it, like everything you do. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's just sitting there, like <laughs> while you're holding Ivo and he's asleep, while you're sitting there, like that's 
that's a time that could be spent with the Lord when I'm driving my small group around. Like that's a time that can mm-hmm. be used for the Lord or when I'm driving back to San Antonio to see my family. Like that's a long time. <laughs> that's <laughs> a long time. If it's just me zoned out the whole time, yeah. that was a waste. And it could have been used for a deeper intimacy with Jesus. It could have been used yeah. for him to speak to me and like tell me something that he's been trying to if I would have just paid attention, you know? Yeah. So this is probably not entirely accurate in this phrasing, but do you think, <laughs> so bear with me. Okay. Do you think God experiences FOMO? Because I know I do. <laughs> but what do you think about that? Okay, so, you know, like, whenever your friends are hanging out and you, you had something planned and they know that you had something planned and they don't invite you, you're kind of like, <laughs> it's not a good feeling. You didn't want me there, even though you know I couldn't be there, but it was the consideration, it was the invitation just to be with you. Um, that's like what is so special. And I think that that's something that the Lord wants. I don't know if he experiences FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. Technically, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but he probably really enjoys when we consider him and like when we invite him, even though he's already there, he doesn't mm-hmm. need an invitation. He does need an invitation to be here with you and me right now. But, like, yeah. asking him, like, Lord, would you come be with me? Asking him if there's a way you could do something differently, if you could serve a person differently, if you could rest differently in a different and creative way. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he really enjoys because he gets to be a part of, like, our mundane of our day-to-day, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's almost like since he's always with us and he's already there anyways, it's like when I experience FOMO, it's like somebody <laughs> I'm missing out. Like, I'm fearing yeah. the missing out. And so... It's like something that's happening away from where I am. But if God's always with us, Jesus is with us right now, <laughs> then to do something without him is like, it's it's like even a step further where it's like, you know, you're here, but I'm just going to kind of ignore you and do my own thing. And that's weird. That's awkward. Like, that's awkward. It's like if, if you apply it to any other situation, like with people we can yeah. see and that are like physically next to us, it's like, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a weird thing to do. Um, so resting our resting minds like putting them like on god um that makes me think of philippians 4 8 Mm -hmm. and it's like i love cheat sheets like i love if somebody's gonna ask me to do something i'm like please tell me how to do it because (laughs) i feel like the biggest idiot when i'm like oh no i need to do something but what yeah like they've told me what success is but i have no idea how to get there thankfully god doesn't really do that with us uh But Paul says this, he says, finally, brothers and sisters, so this is just us, finally, people, (laughs) whatever is true, whatever is honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about those things. And if you practice these things, the peace of God will be with you. Like, Mm. that's pretty nice. Yeah. But it's like, okay, well, there's a really good filter of like, what are good things to think about? And you gave some great examples, like listening to worship music, sermons, podcasts, just simply like inviting God to be there with you while you're making a sandwich can take it from just making a sandwich to spending time with Jesus making a sandwich. That's way better. It probably tastes better too. Made with love. Yeah. Maybe that's how my mom did that. Uh, I don't know. But also. they say made with love? It's because they invited Jesus. Dang. Thanks, mom. That's the secret. Yeah, we found it. That's the secret to making the best sandwiches. Um, what's cool is, so we have this list of this filter of how, what kinds of things to think about. Yeah. Um, 
But what's even sweeter about it is the promise that comes with it, with it that then the peace of God will be with us. Oh. And it's like thoughts, actions, habits, character, destiny. Do you yeah. want a destiny and a character that is rooted in the peace of God? Mm-hmm. Or do you want a character and destiny that's rooted in our own anxieties and stress? And yeah. it's like, there's a clear choice here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's so easy to not develop the discipline, right? To yeah. to set your mind. Because that's where it all starts. It's like these huge big ideas ultimately glorifying God or not. But it all starts with our thoughts. Yeah. Dang. It's crazy. <laughs> that's wild. Have you found it to be a pretty big challenge or is it something that's pretty natural to you these days? These days, it's more natural. Definitely when I first came to college and was really walking with Jesus, it was hard. Um, but now it's it's easier and it's more exciting to ask the Lord in just to do something differently, like asking him how I can rest differently because whatever I was doing, because I was doing it in my own strength and in my own ways, wasn't working. And whenever he's a part of it, it's so much better. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. It's been a good conversation. Yeah. We'll see you all next time on The Drip.